This week on the podcast, we found on BuzzFeed people are sharing when they knew their marriages were over, and these reasons are savage. We also share ours. Enjoy. Welcome back to Off the Air. It's more banter, less filter. Marcus, Sandy, producer Jason. Yo. Uh, Pro tip, don't ever scarf down a bag of jalapeno pretzels and then try to do a podcast. I can smell them from here, My mouth is on fire right now. Yeah, and I love how Marcus is like, you ready? You ready? I'm like, you're still chewing. (laughs) I wasn't attacking you. Jason's ready to go. But I need to make sure the star of the show is in a good place. I am ready to go, but Jason's are you going to choke matter. on your own words later? Because you and nuts in your mouth doesn't always work. Please. These nuts! <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about today? This BuzzFeed article is, is pretty tremendous because yep. this stuff is savage. People were sharing when they knew their marriage was over. That and moment. If you're, if you're single like me, it could just be when you knew your relationship was over. Yes. Uh, so it, it, it goes either way. So we just want to read some of these and just our reactions and maybe, you know, talk about some personal experiences when sure. we know uh, one of our relationships was over. I've been divorced. It sucks. <laughs> yes, but did you have a moment? I had a two moment. two moments that come to mind, and I can share those now or I can share them later. Share them just, now, but then okay. we'll get to the list. So my marriage isn't really fair because it was over before it started. The, but, <laughs> you can't just throw that out. What okay. That? So the first moment was when I was leaving San Francisco to move to Seattle. I'd never moved out of the Bay before. I had my own place, and my ex-wife, who was then my girlfriend at the time, came by and I had decided I was going to break up with her. This wasn't the lady for me. Okay. We're breaking up. Comes to my door. We have a tearful conversation and I say, well, goodbye. I basically close the door in her face and that was it. And I was like, thank God that's over. But then she does the thing where she knocks on the door again. And then I open the door to 12 more years together. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Wait, what did she say? Why she, are you such a puss? God, well, I don't know. Let's go back a d- two dozen years and ask me that. I don't know why he's such a puss. What a dick. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't understand. It was all done. And then what happened after the second door she knock? She knocked on the door and she just tugged at my heartstrings. And what about this? And remember when that time? And don't mm. forget. And That actually a, works? She's a, Again, it worked on me. She's a Whoa. good person. And I, I always thought, tried that. When I was like, a, you know, just such a sad individual and all the girls are breaking up to me what about this and that that we share never worked never worked <laughs> it worked you know what oh all i was God. thinking about in the moment is you know what she's a good person she's invested time in me she could put up with me on a long-term basis i'm not the easiest person in the world um why not let's just go for it yeah it's when you have to be a salesperson to the person you're dating to, yeah. to try to sell them on why this relationship should just be that's bad that's it you're in a bad place yeah. i learned life rule number one which is forever is a mighty long time mm-hmm. in the words of prince so that was a that was moment a moment b was fast forward i don't know a dozen years we owned the big house i had the big job i had the nice car had the good job everything was going well <laughs> but i found myself increasingly hiding on the side of the house because we didn't have a garage and there was nowhere to go when I didn't want to be around her. Be around her, and it wasn't that she was unpleasant. I just felt this crazy guilt because I wanted out mm-hmm. and I felt trapped. What does that mean, side of the house? Literally, I would crouch on the side of the house under the dining room window, like in the bushes, 
and just sit there and contemplate my life choices as an adult. I know this all sounds weird. Can you, you imagine unhappy, unhappy couples in a studio apartment Ooh. or a small place in quarantine? <laughs> Especially a, this year during uh, during a poor air quality, can't go outside. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, you find yourself in that moment where you just want to escape and you can't. I think there's also lots of little moments, but there's one that'll make everything kind of click into place yeah like okay this this is it for me remember nashville guy yes now this was two three years ago my self-esteem was in the shitter i have changed so much right but um i flew back to nashville to see him again we i don't know if we were seeing each other but he was definitely into me and he was monogamous which was nice and he had a problem with with drinking at the time right and uh after i visited it was really intense he kept telling me he loved me and i didn't feel that that way even what do though you say when someone says oh that you i don't, say thank you Let's i see. think no i made Ooh, it worse awkward. poor guy now i just flashed <laughs> and remembered what happened we were drinking all weekend because that's what he did. And you're, da- you know, Nashville downtown. That's mm. the scene. Right. And we kept telling each other how much we loved each other. But in my heart of hearts, I didn't love him. I wanted to so bad. Sure. I loved him as a person, but I wasn't in love with him. He doesn't. He didn't know who I was. So when I returned back here, and he kept telling me in text like, "I love you. I'm ready to do this." Good lord! It was very like, it, like it made me feel crushed, like you did, like when you wanted to hide outside. I mm-hmm. felt like, oh my god, I'm suffocating. So I told him, "Can we just hold back on the I love yous for a minute?" Like I'm kind of scared with all the progression. I want to backpedal my I love yous. If you don't well, mind. it went from like six months of like trying to get this guy to to be a normal guy, and then all of a sudden one weekend, "I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you." Whoa. Scared me. So then when I asked him that, he he went downhill. Oh yeah. Uh, and then it just got worse from then. He kind of went farther and farther away from me, like right. emotionally in text. And I'll never forget when I said something like, and I hadn't heard from him in a minute. And I was, it was like pulling teeth to get him to actually have a conversation. I said, Hey, you know, I could really use some, if you have some positive words or anything, like I was trying to lean on him for right. emotional uh-huh. support. And all he wrote back was, I'm at the bus station. And I was like, yeah, this is not going to work. Not this, emotionally available. This is not going to work. I just plead for his emotional support, and he said, I'm at the bus station. That's what I got. And then he didn't talk to me for three or four days, and then came back like, no big deal. I'm like, do you think in that time I just was busy? No. What did, was, he, what did he hit you up with after those few days? May I? May I? Because I remember. Go ahead. So um, he not only did he hit her up with, why are you sweating me? But he hit her up with, Sandy, I'm a musician. What are you going to do when I have to go write my album and I disappear for like a week? <laughs> Swear to God. Right. Oh, yeah, right? because that was the thing. I was like, I'm not going to chase this guy. Like, I, he knows I like him, but I'm not going to be forced into chasing him. So when I didn't chase him for three or four days, he got mad at me. Yeah. And that's when he said, what's it going to be like when I go away to write an album for three weeks unannounced? Oh, three weeks. Unannounced. Unannounced. Oh, he could get his masterpiece done in three weeks. Those actually, that's impressive. Types. I thought he was going to go away for months. That's actually the hard. This this guy really was the Bradley Cooper from A Star. <laughs> he is really Born. was, and it was right when the movie was out, so yeah. it was like weird. And he had a beard and tats. Oh, he it's, wasn't as good looking though. 
No, but he was he was he good was, looking to me, he was man. Very like that's talented. hundred Oh my god, he was so talented. That's the hardest part. All when right, now fu- slow down. Very talented. Yes, he really was talented. Extremely talented. Uh, and you know me, I'm super hot on all these. Clowns I would not lie. What is that, his talent? He's an amazing song. If he wanted to be famous, he could be. Yeah. Amazing <clears throat> musician, amazing songwriter, amazing singer. That guy is a young Joe Cocker. When he sings, <laughs> he's got the soul of a of a blues. I'll agree with you. Uh, I saw that some guy, videos. I would say for me. The YouTube, but I don't want to. But boy, for material, nah, he's a disaster. No, absolute disaster. So, anyways, yeah, that was the moment, and I think he's he's moved on. I think he has a girlfriend now. I think he's cleaned his act up, and right. I I hope he has. Um, but and his girlfriend is a wiener dog, and how do I know? I saw it on Facebook. Are you Facebook stock? Oh, absolutely. Who doesn't? How often? Mm, since then, not too much, but I well, once a month at least. Oh, you know, okay. Pops into your head what's going on. Wow, with that them. was quite an emotional ride, even for Sandy. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. I was a mess. That I'll never forget. That that was the last. I think that was the last like quote unquote relationship I entertained that was that destructive. Yeah, and then I really started getting my shit together. Destructive is a good word to use in in every way. So yeah. BuzzFeed, we're talking. The reason we're talking about this is because they they had this article where people wrote in about the moment they knew that their marriages or relationships were over. Yes. So we've highlighted some of our favorite parts. Marcus, you, go, you want to start? You want me to start? Okay. Yeah, we'll do one, one, one. Uh, when I read her texts to another dude about how much fun she was having screwing him <laughs> oh and, my God. and how quickly they could marry once she was, quote, free. Mm. I got divorced four months later and those two lovebirds broke up when he wouldn't leave his wife. Oh, How man. do you read someone else's text? He saw it on her phone. Yeah, but I mean, like, okay, so, so there's a couple things here. Either the phone has no password, which is odd, I feel like, because... Some people share each other's passwords. Like, I don't I don't have my wife, that. she doesn't have mine, I don't care. There's that. Like, I know my wife's password and she knows mine, but, like, I don't... The only way, the only time I actually use the password is if I have to get something and we're communicating about like, hey, give me that photo, right. whatever, whatever, check it on my phone. This would be like sneakily going in and looking at yes. the texts. And chances which is are, if you're this far down the path, you already know you've already up. got trust yeah. issues, right? That's yeah. the point. So yes. my, the only points I want to make on this, if I could go point to point, uh, I found out she, my wife was screwing another guy. I got divorced four months later. First of all, Playboy, what took you so long? No, I think that's actually quite quick. Well, I think it's the a moment, very long because process, that's concrete right? evidence, concrete evidence, and it took him four months to get divorced. I guess. Divorced. I mean, in California, you have, to, you have to sit on it for six months. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Here's the other point, and ladies, pay attention. They broke up after he wouldn't leave his wife. You wouldn't believe how common this is. Mm-hmm. So, full disclosure, my wife and I were separated, technically. Emotionally, I had been gone for years, yeah. but... We were technically separated when my now wife and I got connected and we'd known each other for a decade. So it wasn't like we were strangers, but her friends hounded me weekly every time I talked to them. So you divorced yet? You divorced yet? You divorced yet? Wow. She actually called herself my concubine, (laughs) which I don't know if you guys know what that, you know what that means? Uh, Look it up on Google, but... (laughs) but, I went to uh, Catholic school. I know all about it. That's right. That's right. (laughs) But it's so... Because... When a, when a married, the thing with a married guy, if he's going down that path, he probably hasn't had sex in years. So he's all pent up and weird and desperate. And like, if you pay him any kind of attention, all of a sudden he's getting attention from the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. If you guys start having sex, like it's so easy to have your cake and eat it too. And nobody wants to do the paperwork and nobody wants to go through the process. And so stay on 
your man. Because they don't they're not all assholes. I wasn't an asshole, even though I was only technically separated from my ex wife at the time, right? Mm-hmm. That could I could be pre- probably What do you mean by stay on your man? If he, if you're with a guy who says, Oh, don't worry, I'm gonna leave my wife that's Make sure a, he actually that's does That's a touch-and-go situation. Mm-hmm. Make sure he actually does it. Yeah. Sick your besties on him like my wife did. Dude, I entertained a relationship with a married guy a long time ago, and he was wow. out of town. He was uh-huh. in Southern California, mm-hmm. and I didn't know he was married until we went on our first date. <laughs> I thought he was in a shitty relationship, which I... Th- again, oh, I this was this guy, too. Yeah, this was years ago, mm-hmm. but I'm a to- totally different person now, but uh, I remember when he said he was in a long-term thing, and he was miserable, and I thought, well, at least he could break up with her, right? Right. So we're at dinner, our first date. I'm like, well, at least you're not married. <laughs> and then he looked down. Pause. <laughs> and I looked at him. I'm like, oh, my God. And then it just made, like, oh, holy shit. So... It was so hard after that. Like, what do I do? Like, he's miserable. Right. And he's been with her since he was 20. Right. And he was 32, 33 at the mm-hmm. time. But it's like, I, how do you, how do you, he had no plans to leave her until me, but he's also not in love with her. So he said, I want to divorce her. But the thing is, I have to move to live with you then. Like, there's nothing for me here in Southern California. If I divorce her, my whole world changes. And that's unhealthy to go to jump from one long-term relationship to another, to another and That's, that was my fear too. As 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 emotionally immature as I was then, right? At least I had the wherewithal to say, "You haven't done your work. You can't cheat on your wife, right?" And then just come to me, and all of a sudden we live happily ever cool. after. You know, to be fair, there are some couples where they're just not meant to be together, mm-hmm. and they they do have you know they're what they, they cheat, and then they're happily with. I'm not saying right. it's not possible. Or but open for the relationship. relationship. For the relationship I want, I want to know we've both done the work on ourselves so yeah. we don't bring that trauma and that dishonesty into our current relationship. Was this the guy that... He had a big dick, remember? Okay, the eight-incher. <laughs> yeah, because we had a nickname. He was Rhino. Something. That's right. His nickname was Rhino, Rhino. Jason. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was nice. the guy... You was guys, not here for this? You nope. guys made out in the parking lot of the Joanne's Fabrics yes. at the outlets in Vacaville. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, what a romantic spot. God, your memory scares me. You're like my mom. <laughs> I only remember the good, the hitters. How do you remember that shit and I don't? <laughs> well, it's okay, so unique. Let's, let's keep going down this list. Okay. Uh, here's some that I so, highlighted. So uh, people are sharing when they knew their marriages were over. You go. Uh, my spouse sent me an email that said he didn't love me anymore. However, I actually knew when he announced his engagement to an 18-year-old Clown. a few days after we signed the divorce papers. Come on. Oh. So sometimes you just have a feeling, but uh, that's hilarious. I'm saying man up, ask your wife for a divorce. This is a guy. So Marcus, he did you eventually. Say that now, but you, your first I'm marriage, saying this you is were what this I learned. guy. I'm yeah. saying this is what I learned. My yeah. first marriage, I was this guy, except for the 18-year-old you know, concubine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, let's see. Number three, when I would go down into the basement and pretend to do laundry to get time by myself away from her. Oof. I don't think that's necessarily indicative of a, of a divorce moment because... Don't don't you ever do that, Jason? Where you just disappear to go? No, there's a difference between space because you just need a breather and space because that person's energy is so toxic. Yeah, I mean, like Agreed. we would need more information about that specific one. Obviously, 
<clears throat> it led to the divorce. But I mean, like, just because I go hide in the bathroom doesn't mean right. that I want a divorce. Like moms hide <laughs> from their kids sometimes. Yeah. It doesn't mean they don't love the kids. It means sure. they just need to breathe. You yeah. know? Those videos are unsettling, too, where mom is in the bathroom and she's locked the door, but she's got like three three kids under 10 and they're moving their hands under the door <laughs> like little raccoons. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> or she's hiding in the pantry. That was a scene from uh, Sex in the City, the movie that I'll never forget. Charlotte closed the door of the pantry that. and she started crying and the kids were outside and the nanny just took the kids. Let's let's and she opened the door to see Charlotte crying. She goes, yeah. OK, let's let mommy get her things. That's good. <laughs> and I was like, that was a that was a real yeah. nice thing yeah. she did. Uh, let's see. When she hid and lied about a thirty five thousand dollar credit card debt oh. at a twenty nine percent interest rate. Oh, how God. do you even? Then she threw a tantrum because I said she shouldn't go on a mini vacation with her friend and our children. How do you get a card that has that type of rate? People do. People do. Where does that even... I didn't even know that existed. The the, the department store cards. Because they don't read the fine line. You don't read the fine print. Yeah. The department store cards are 27 to 29%. You don't ever want to carry a balance. This is not going to turn into financial hour, but Jason, you're... I mean, how would your wife feel if all of a sudden... You're the spendy one. She I wouldn't dis- be here right now. She discovered a $30,000 bill at 29% <laughs> yeah. interest. Your oh, wife I would, would, I would kill not you. Be, I would not and exist on this planet. I don't even mean that as a euphemism. His wife would choke him out because yeah. he's too much of a liability. We don't carry a balance. Like You, <laughs> you use the credit card, yeah. and then the bill comes, and yeah. you pay it off. I yeah. have three credit cards that I go back and forth, and I think the balance between all of them now is about 2000 which I'm not proud of, but... It's not horrible. Yeah. Not horrible. Mm-hmm. I used to be in debt almost forty grand. Oh. So I was that girl. Yeah. And I was battle. I took out credit advances. I yeah. had no savings. Nothing. I'm so different now, but back then I didn't give a shit. One of the worst financial choices I ever made was when uh so I have an American Express and they don't typically allow you to carry a balance, but they started this pay over time thing. But I didn't read the fine print and it was twenty nine percent. And my balance started at like ten grand. And that balloons Quickly. Why wouldn't Absolutely. they want you to carry a balance? That's how they make money. Yeah, uh, they make money on the fees they charge the merchants. They huh. charge a, a, a higher okay. fee. That's why a lot of places don't take American Express. Like oh, it's, okay. it's not a joke. It's because the fee is so high. Got you. Okay. Um, my wife wanted a break, so I moved out. Nice guy. I came back to collect some items, and I found a couple of condoms in the trash. <laughs> Honestly, she did me a favor. Yeah, she did, and Damn. I'll tell you why. No guy wants to be the bad guy. She actually gave him an out. Huh. He, I'll turn this around. He's such a puss that he didn't want to make the move. She did his work for him. Mm. And that's a giver. Yep. <laughs> right? That is something that I have learned, learned through the years, through your talking about it, is guys ultimately don't want to do the work. Nope, we don't want to be the bad guy. We're lazy. We don't want to do the work. The worst thing my why ex-wife ever... okay, though? It's not okay. I'm not saying it's okay. (laughs) I'm just giving you a fact. The worst thing my ex-wife ever said to me was, uh, if you want a divorce, you're going to have to take care of it. I'm not going to initiate it. Wow. Basically, she was saying, I'm not going to leave you. You have to leave me. And then it turned into this big five-year game of chicken. Jesus. Oh, five years? Yeah, because I'm a... That's awful. Dude, Jason, you've heard this story. Like, I went to a therapist and he basically said, you're a puss. Uh, man up, huh. tell her you don't want to be with her, that'll be $500. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so literally the moment was uh, we had just left our last apartment. We were moving to a house in San Bruno. We were in the driveway about to sign the papers with the landlord, and I looked at her and said the words, I don't want to be with you anymore. 
And I was almost like a movie, Marcus. I know. It was almost like I wasn't even in my, oh my own God, body. He's, he's so scripted. I know. Your breakup was scripted by your therapist. Well, I've told this story so many times that, like, I, you know, I don't know if this is exactly how it happens, but this is how I've convinced myself that oh. it happened. Uh, was no, it also is, raining? And then right. it was raining. Coldplay was Coldplay was on the stereo. First album, you know, Trouble. You know. No, how about I get lost? <laughs> no, but. Uh, no, it, it did happen that way, though. I didn't get the balls until the moment when we pulled into the driveway and then we're sitting there, we're about to go in, and I'm like, I, I don't want to be with you anymore. I didn't want to sign another lease. Mm. I didn't want to yeah. spend another year. But then the hard part is, like the movie, normally a Nicholas Sparks movie would end with the credits right there. In real life, you do that move, you drop that grenade, and then you have to go back to your old house and live with her for another 30 days in separate rooms. That's very awkward. And that Ugh. is crunchy. Yeah. yeah. That sucks balls. Uh, the day I got a call from his mistress, hey. while he was in the room with her, telling me she wasn't his first mistress, I came to find out there had been at least three long-term mistresses. Oh, long-term. So what this means is... He was in the room with her. She was pissed at him. Right. She's like, I'm going to expose you. And I'm also going to expose the fact that you've been with other women as well. That's what I think. Wait, was he in the room with the mistress or with his lady? He was in the room with the mistress. Got a call from his mistress while he was in the room with her. Oh. Like, I'm laying next to your husband right now, and I just want to let you know that I've been sleeping with him. And I also want to let you know that he's been sleeping with other women. Wow. Oh, I read this as I was... In a room with my husband, about to give it to him. No, like, and I, I, I got a phone call, so I was like, "Hold on a sec." That's why I think the mistress is pissed off because that kind of a move is I'm exposing him right now with him right next and to he's me, got and I'm two exposing other his ones. other. Yep. God damn. I know it's, it's so too, messy. It's too hard don't to live a lie. Don't you guys feel? I know it. It is. Yeah. Don't you feel good that you're married and it's not that shitty? Yeah. The only, the only, the only hard part is that like. When you try this 100% transparency, honesty, your wife realizes what a bumblefuck she married. You know what I mean? Am uh, I making you're sense? On, you're on this one. Sorry. No, you know, you're not with me on this one? <laughs> like your wife realizes that you have your faults and it's really hard to absorb um, how many faults you have when you start saying them out loud. You know, but she has to be with you because you have children or you're Well, and you're a whole person. And My therapist did an yeah. exercise with me once, which was like a good one. Because I, I, you know, it's been a long time since I've been in a relationship. And she was like, blah, 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 name some. So I, I think there was a list of qualities. Right. Right. And she had me go down the list and like, which name 10 that you like. Mm-hmm. And then she said, now here's the other side. And there was like qualities that were shitty. Right. And she goes, you have to pick out at least five that you don't like <sighs> because it's go- you're going to get both. You're right. never going to get the whole good list. Correct. Wow. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. And it was, a, like it was a good exercise. And I've, I've always thought about that. Like, well, I have to realize like we're not dealing with fake people. We're dealing with actual people like us who are fucked up, who've done shitty things in the past, yep. who've learned, who've grown, but are still working on it or may not be aware of their shit. And you only learn these things sometimes by being in a relationship. It brings up all your stuff. Do Somebody you call you on it? Do you remember the negative list and what you chose to accept? Um, barely, no. But some of them were like surface things, like, oh, he snores really loud. Or, you know... Oh, no, that's is, a deal, My wife took that No, no, deal, no, Sandy, no, no, no. My wife took that one and body earplugs. You say it in concept now, but in reality, you couldn't do it. <laughs> that one, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. 
I mean, they weren't horrible, but they were like deal break. They were just things that we, we okay. weren't like about ourselves. Like I think about myself like, well, yesterday I was crazy gassy at home. Right. And I was like, well, what would this have been like if I had someone in my life? I don't know. Oh, wow. That's another tough one. Yeah. <laughs> like, do your wives pass gas? Not in front of no. us. Not in front of me. Really? No. Uh-uh. No, we, 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 we do it in private. Wow. My yeah. daughter does. Both of you. Yeah. My daughter did this move last night. I know this is apropos to not much, but. We were going. We were going to bed. She and she came over like she was going to give me a hug. She squatted on my pillow, farted twice, and then rubbed her butt on my pillow. And, so, and she said, "Sweet dreams, Daddy. This is your fault. You know that. Oh, I know. 100%. That's all I could think about was I could be mad, but this is totally something this I would do. This is your do. daughter. Yeah, but my wife. No, uh, we don't pass. You know this. We don't pass gas in front of each other. So, it's a, and it's and it's not. I don't think it's stifling. I don't think it's constricting. I just think it's polite. That's I bur- I'm very gassy. Like I burp a lot. Right, but I keep my mouth closed and I try to stifle it as much as possible and she still gets upset. I'm like, dude, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. I can't run away from the t- dinner table fast enough. Well, you're the guy like- that got bent at me because I farted in front of him in the men's room or I was threatening to. Yeah, I don't like that either. I'm, I'm, I'm not like, Jason, what am I supposed that? to do with it? I'm not Just, You gotta wait till I leave. Well, I can't. If Don't I stifle, I'm gonna give myself the cancer. Huh? You're not gonna give yourself cancer by holding your fart in. You don't think what so? F- are you talking? That can't about. be good for you. I mean, it, it, it's going to come out. It's not what else like was it. on your negative list, though? I have this vision of like Sandy in there with her therapist, and they're having a really heartfelt conversation. And then Sandy, what if he has fat face? Oh, that's the deal, right? <laughs> no, I don't. And why define, did you have to bring that up? And we all know Wait, wait, and we have to wrap this up people. soon. But I want to know define what fat face is because I've heard about this for I just a couple years now. Someone with a neck. That's it. Some people don't. Oh, have a you're neck. talking about a no neck, kind like of, a fat but also neck. like like I don't know. Sometimes a bigger like I don't know what it is. I've always been super attracted to guys that have like a, a certain angles in their face, mm-hmm. and I can't describe it. I've even noticed it. Like two of my guys that I've dated, their eyes were like the same in their head, and I'm like, there's something with the facial structure. I'm gonna need to see a flow chart for this. Yeah, right? I, I'm, I don't I'm even curious know. about this. Okay, try to erase your general disdain for me. Is my <laughs> face too big? No. Okay. No. And Jason's thin, no. so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of somebody in this. What about what? I, what about? Don't Ed name names, Marcus. Ed from Ninety Day Fiance. Well, oh. that's like he doesn't have a neck. That's different. <laughs> well, that's the only. And I don't, I've never seen the show, but I've seen images. Like that's what I thought of when you're talking about the no neck, fat neck. I thing. see. I think it's just a guy with too much neck that get maybe gets hidden by a goatee, and then it, and then he's okay. He's passable. I I can't describe it. I just. It's I like an angular face. There's na- angles. Na- name a celebrity like that you would see... that you're unattracted to. <sighs> you can't put me on the spot like this. <laughs> okay, sorry. I've right. done this exercise before. She's got a couple. I don't know I don't right remember. off the bat. Okay, but like the the face I like, you know, Milo Ventimiglia from yes. This Is Us. Is it, so? Could that be described as chiseled? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. We're getting somewhere. Maybe. So the guy could be perfect. He's treated like a queen, but he's got the fat. You face have to be attracted out. to them. You could say the same thing about a woman. Truth. If there was, if she had a, an amazing body, but her face was like whatever. Oh yeah, butter, you know, butterface. Like, yeah, butter exactly, butterface. Butter butterface. Yeah, that didn't come out of nowhere. That saying's been around for a long time. <laughs> I didn't just make that up. <laughs> Don't email me, angry trolls. All right, <laughs> I'm just quoting a saying. Anyways, let's so... uh, let's move on. We're done. Uh, yeah. we hit our. Peak. I don't have any more. I liked these. I'm yeah. looking at pictures of Milo Ventimiglia now. I'm really gonna dissect this. Okay. All okay. Right. Good. I look at pictures of him too. Do you like him with just a mustache? Uh yeah. Oh yeah, I like. See, the that's must- creepy to me. That's porn star status. I know. I like it. No, but he pulls it off. I'm looking at the images right now. Well, of he course he like does. He's a dirty biker. I love it. Okay, let's not get too horny.
Sorry. Okay, we've peaked. <laughs> Catch us online at Marcus and Sandy everywhere. Uh, we have a couple of other podcasts you can check out. We really appreciate you listening and catch us individually online. Yes, uh, on at Sandy Stack, S A N D Y S T E C. It's Marcus D for me everywhere online. Mm, Radio Jason D on Instagram. Appreciate you very much. Please leave a comment if you're able to. We would love to hear from you or any other future topics you would love us to cover or discuss or if you have any questions, okay? And we will talk to you next week. Thank you.